0: kidding me with this weather holy smoke sunday june 9th halifax nova scotia the weather is absolutely beautiful yesterday was saturday it was beautiful as well love is in the air it's wedding season summer is here not officially yet i think the date's actually the 21st or second but you know what i mean raptors are up 3-1 on the golden state warriors if you cannot hear correctly no, well, that's not what I'm trying to say. You you can hear correctly. That is the actual that's this that's the series right now. The Raptors are up three games to one on the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors have won two NBA championships back to back. They have a third one two years ago. I don't know if I said that correctly as well, but I do know that they have three. Um Wow, the Toronto Raptors, the the, the country of Canada. I honestly felt like I was out there on the floor with them. How many Canadians are there? 37 million. I lied and I looked up that, I looked that stat up before I said it, but there are 37 millions. There are 30, I got to slow down, Justin. There are 37 million Canadians in Canada. And I'm pretty sure all 37 million of them felt like they were on the floor uh, the other day there. So I wish the Toronto Raptors best of luck in their game Tuesday. I think they played tomorrow or no Mondays tomorrow. So Tuesday, the day after that uh, day after Monday is Tuesday. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh hockey, St. Louis is up 3-2 over the Boston Bruins. I'm not going to lie. I, I would like uh, Boston to win just due to the fact that, uh, you know, Marchand will be having a, a little parade here. I know Jonathan Allen is a Maritimer as well. I, I hope for him as well. I'm just too nice of a guy. I'm just too Canadian. I hope everyone wins. I fucking hate it. Uh, so today on the podcast, we have Tyler Hine. I'm talking about a guy that's just been winning championships left, right, and center. Uh, He won the President's Cup and Memorial Cup uh, about two weeks ago, won the Memorial Cup two weeks ago, won the President's Cup about three weeks ago. He has been on the show before. We actually talked about the possibility of winning a Mem Cup back on the show, or maybe it was after the show. Um, When the podcast was over, he stuck around and we talked about the possibilities of where he could be playing next year, what the chances of, uh, of Rouen going to the Mem Cup was. And you could just tell he was excited. And now that it's all said and done and he's won the President's Cup, he's won the Memorial Cup. And not to mention, he was a key factor in winning both of those uh, championships. He was a key member on those teams, uh, on that team, excuse me, the the Huskies. And if you ask me, I think his stock has gone up. I think he has a lot more options to play somewhere next year as a 20 maybe in junior. Or who knows, maybe sign a professional contract. The guy played absolutely insane in front of his home town he's from Cole harbor so all of his friends and family were in attendance i remember going on the ice after the game and everyone was just so happy for him we were talking to one of his good buddies i forget his name and he used to play on Rouen actually and he was just talking about how hard tyler works and how he deserves that how he deserved that moment to win the mem cup and every sacrifice that he's put into the game of hockey and now the game of hockey is starting to reward him so it was a beautiful beautiful night when we went on the ice there and uh and celebrated, Um, yeah, what a week, summer's here, Raptors could, I don't want to say anything about the Raptors, because I could jinx it, Boston's down 3-2 to St. Louis, and it's going to be a great week, all right, I hope everyone out there has a great time listening to this podcast, it's going to be a good listen, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of the week, Monday, don't be afraid of it, attack it, high button, you know what comes next, here we go. All right, boys, we're going. Hi, them dudes. Welcome. Oh, wait, I Thank you. Can't see. What's
1: that? I said I forget.
0: People can't see. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, them. You're living on a high still. Has yeah. it set in?
2: Yeah, no, it's set in. I think it's uh, it's more special now than it was in the moment. Like uh, in the moment, uh, especially like, during the tournament, you're just kind of trying to stay focused, stay stay in the zone, and trying <laughs> to not think about it. But now that it, now that it's over, it's pretty cool.
1: I asked him upstairs.
0: I said, "Do you feel different?" You know what I mean? Your presence here is different. I was going to say, it. from the first time we did the podcast to now, yeah. I feel different. Uh, definitely. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but not really. <laughs> so what's up? How's the no. summer treating you? Just started?
2: Well, I just started, but it's been pretty good so far. I've been pretty lucky. I've uh, been able to see everybody I kind of wanted to see. I got to see all my buddies from back home. I got to go back in the gym, see all the see all my hockey boys. And uh, you know, it's been pretty fun. I've seen a lot of people in the past like week and a half, and it's uh, it's been nice to catch up after being away for so long.
0: That's unreal. Yeah. So the whole experience, like honestly, it's great that dudes and I were there because we can talk about our experience and your experience at the same time because we got to see the media side of it and you got to you know actually play it. So, you know, for us it was brand new with the whole media. There's a lot of media there. Did the boys in the room, did they ever talk about, holy shit, like, you know, up in Rouen, there's probably some media, but not to the level of the Mem Cup, obviously. Did you guys ever talk about that, or was that even, like, a a focus in your guys' mind, the media and things like that?
2: It was obviously new for us. Like, they had that whole media zone. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't have that. So after the game's in Rouen, maybe one one or two guys gets an interview for the local newspaper or something like that. But there, it's like our... our social media guy, our marketing guys coming in, like you, 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 interviews right now. So we had to like get undressed real quick, go do the interviews before we did like our cooldowns after the game. Yeah. So it was pretty difficult. It's like half the rooms has gone. And then you got to wait for everybody to do their interviews. And then we had to do the cooldown. So it was like, it was kind of a long process, <laughs> but, um, no, it was new for us too.
1: That was my question was, well, how do they go in? Like, how do they go about it? Cause you get like up in the media booth for us, you get a sheet. Yeah. Right. So they send out an email and they're like, these people are available hundred percent. Like, no questions asked, because obviously that's what the big wigs want. Then they give you a sheet to choose, right? Yeah. So do they just come in the room, and that's exactly what they do? Just go, you, 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 let's go.
2: Yeah, our marketing guy comes in after uh, (laughs) after Mario's done talking, after the game, and uh, he comes in. And he goes where you start getting undressed. He comes in, starts calling out numbers. And it's like, let's go. We got to go now. Like I don't It was a pretty professional event, so we yeah. didn't really like. Uh, there was no saying no to interviews. There was nothing like that. So you was, have uh, to say yes. You can't deny well, them. Yeah, it's part of the tournament. Like uh, like even if guys were injured, even if they had to do uh, like P tests after the game for for doping and stuff, they That's like right. the the people had to go watch them. It's like there was no saying no. No excuses. You had to go do the interviews right now. It was like you guys, hurry up! Like two minutes, and you got to get out there.
1: So on your first interview. Um were you expecting to get called out? Did you kind of have a feeling maybe because you were a hometown kid or um I was expecting the
2: first day there we got there I think it was before the first game I was expecting kind of an interview just saying like oh what's it like uh, coming home and stuff yeah. like that but then after that I, I really did, <laughs> uh, after that I really didn't expect
1: anything and uh and uh yeah So when you get asked like right away, I know it happens quick, which is how I would prefer it to happen without sitting there. But do you, did you kind of get nervous at all? Or were you, I mean, you're a pretty good interview for us for the first time we had just so, I mean, you're, you're good out there, but were you nervous at all going into it? Like being like, Like Oh shit, what are they going to ask No, no. Into the the interviews after they call Um, your name.
2: Yeah. I don't know. You just kind of have to try to be honest and, uh, Mario was pretty, pretty stressed in the fact that just, just keep it simple. Be yeah. positive in your interviews. Don't say anything to fire the other team up. Just keep keep it simple. True. Say, oh, they're a good team. They play fast. They play good. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're looking forward to it. We're going to play our game. Done. It, Boom, it's something out. that's <laughs> embedded in the deal, DNA man. of
0: a hockey player, especially a junior hockey player. <coughs> if you think sure. about it, you've watched NHL interviews your whole life. You have watched TSN in the morning. You watch Sportsnet. Yeah. And you watch those interviews. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about it. But when you're finally at that point in your career where you're getting asked the questions – you know how to say it. You know what to say, and when, and you know how to respond, and you know when to say what yeah. exactly. You might not think it, but I'd not even you. Every single guy was just calm, knew how to answer, didn't say anything too out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's just embedded into the DNA of a hockey player. Yeah, I thought it. Yeah, we like without we didn't have any coaching, yeah, without, without any, even knowing. We didn't
2: have any coaching, but after Mario and uh, and Dobby had that season last year, that they kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into, especially true. going into the playoff run. So we had to talk about it before playoffs, like. Like, what to say in your interview is like, don't say anything negative or else it's going to be printed on a piece of paper and slapped in the other team's locker and room. And ten times more just giving, them, giving them fire. Yeah, twist your words around. So exactly. make sure just we, – we had a little talk about it. Just be positive. Don't say anything bad about the other team. Just talk about us. Talk about the positives that we're playing out of our game. Say we're looking forward to the next game, stuff like that. Just uh, trying to stay calm, cool, and collected.
1: At that point, it's pretty easy to be positive, though. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So. Yeah,
2: exactly. But even after, like, that game to Gu- against Guelph, the this tournament opener where he just got spanked there um, – no, I think we were. It was kind of a, it was kind of a shot to the gut there. Just kind of going out and do those
0: interviews, just like, yeah. Like, well, um, did it suck going out after you beat the Mooseheads and then you still had to go back in the semis? Did it suck doing those interviews?
2: We we went into that game kind of knowing that there was a very slim chance that we were going to get the buy anyway. So we we kind of just wanted to focus on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we were proud of ourselves that we we clawed back there and we got the win so that was big for us I think we had a really good third which kind of helped us leading into that semis against Guelph we were kind of rolling at that point Yeah, we had a slow start to the tournament but as the tournament went on I think every single period we got better and better and better so um, yeah I think that that game against the Mooseheads was kind of like a turning point for us I think we were down by two goals or something like that and uh, and we kind of turned it on in the third we got the win and then, uh, and then we kind of never looked back from there and we, I think that was the turning point
1: I think sometimes it's it's almost it's hard to say it, but it's better to get that punch in the gut early in the tournament. You know, a lot you see a lot of times where the team just steamrolls through right into the final, and then they just don't have it anymore because the other team that's there had faced adversity on day two.
2: Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Yeah, we we got yeah. uh, we almost got really three punches in the guts this year. We got uh, <laughs> yeah our second game of the season we lost. We were one and one after the opening weekend. We lost to Gatineau, who. They were a pretty young team. I think we were kind of supposed, we weren't supposed to be as good as we were. Yeah. we were kind of projected like in the five six range by a lot of the media outlets and stuff like that. But uh, we got that. We got a, a, a loss early in the season. Like I know Prince Albert started the year like eighteen and zero or something like that. Number so it's, one it's in kind the of, nation. yeah, wow, they're, they're one one in the nation for a while, and then we took over around Christmas time. But um, but yeah, like they they got out to a hot step, but we got that punch right in the gut. And then playoffs came around. We were tied two two with again after four games. So that was another kind of bringing bringing us back down to earth, and then yeah. first game of the mem Cup, we got, put got killed like five two um, by Guelph there. Like,
0: wow, yeah, so, they, were, they were. So I think that those were three prince.
2: three big moments in our season that kind of just brought us back down to earth, made sure we knew that we we had to play our game, we have to play hard. Like we're not good enough to win on talent alone. So yeah, um, that those were three big losses for us. Well, it's good if to you face it that person. way. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah,
1: it's a lot of the team is defined by not how you're reacting when you're winning. But when you're losing. Yeah. Right. Or when you lost. Yeah. So when you have, you know, good veteran presence on your team, like if you're a team full of rookies and you face that adversity, where's the, their last experience? Like midget. midget you know yeah. what I mean? That kind of stuff where it's just kind of like that's it's a, a stepping way. stone. It's not really a, I'm not going to say it's not a culture. It's just different. Right. So you need to like almost face those humps just right away, get over it. Now you know what you can do after those first two that you had. So you get to the Mem Cup, you get beat by Guelph, and then you're like,
0: well, we've been here before. Yeah, you know what i mean so it, it almost helps did it help to be playing at the metro center because you played there for the the week before did we, it help to be comfortable there we, we i got, know they booed we, the we, shit out of you yeah you're used to <laughs> not me not me yeah, yeah, well, that was dobby <laughs> shout out to dobby you got to get on this podcast what was he saying in the room That's was the he what was he saying shit. in the room was i think was he, like, he, he thought
2: it was kind of funny but i it was think think he, he never he never said it but i think once we got to the mem cap we were playing guelph and we went on the ice for our first game in the Memcop. Like we're the QMJHL team. Like we were kind of thinking that obviously they're going to be cheering for the Mooseheads, but you know, what? like we might get a little support here. Like, there's we're the right. East Coast team yeah. playing against like the OHL. Some guy and then we come on the ice on the bench, dude. and the <laughs> whole crowd just goes nuts booing us when they announce us coming on the ice. We're just like holy shit, like. <laughs> This is going to be a hostile week, I guess. Yep. And then uh, and even the Mem Cup, star, we're not even playing against the Mooseheads, and they're, they're booing Dobby. So <laughs> I, I think that kind of pissed him off a little bit. But um, ours, he, yeah. he would never say it during the tournament, but I think it got under his skin. Especially when we weren't playing the Mooseheads, we were playing against the OHL, and he was still getting
1: booed every single time he touched <laughs> the puck. But Let's just be um, clear on something. Getting booed is the, the absolute biggest sign of respect. Oh, it's a huge compliment. If, if you're getting booed, it means you're unreal. Unless you, you know, speared somebody in the throat or something, but obviously (laughs) you can't do that anymore. But yeah, like Dobby's not
2: the type of guy that he's getting booed because he's out there chucking knees and elbows around. He's getting booed because he's the best player. Probably they, in junior hockey this for past season. 41 minutes so, a game. Yeah, 39 minutes a game. 40 like minutes a his game. His average, was, I think, it was nuts. Yeah, was like that, 34
1: minutes because I yeah. was tra- I was tracking minutes. I
2: think like the TSN guy uh, tweeted out that he played like 39 minutes or something like that against uh, against Guelph in the semifinal. <sighs>
0: yeah, that's accurate. Dudes was tracking. Yeah, the was, it? The yeah 41, was it? And then it was
2: like 36 in the finals against Halifax. Was I was a,
1: also tracking his in between, like the di- the time in between his shifts, not including TV timeouts, and the longest period of time that he had between his shifts was 40 seconds.
2: Yeah, I was going to say less than a minute for
1: sure. Yeah, like so it was just like... And like it was almost like your guys' coaches knew the TV timeouts were coming, oh, they and did. they would they, just like extend yeah. his shift, bring him to the bench, he'd sit there, he wouldn't come out right away, and then as soon as the face-off came, he'd come out.
2: No, they were definitely time his shifts around the TV timeouts. With When you have a guy like that, and uh, I think Mario said it in an interview, like... Like, there's nothing left to save him for. You might as well just run him right into the ground, right, basically. No. So we, we were using them as much as we could. If he could go, we were sending him out there. And then they would use the TV timeouts as a sh- as a break. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, no, for sure the TV timeouts at the memcap where we were getting, I think, three a period. They were all a minute 30 or two minutes long, opposed to, like, during the regular season we would get, like, Like (laughs) won a period for a minute Or something like that So it was a lot more rest Um, So they definitely used that To our advantage To make sure we got Noah on the ice more
0: Smart There would be a point Where Dobson would not up point Every single time he went off He would never leave the door He would stay right on the door He'd never go in one He would just go right back out And wait He would double shift The whole tournament I'm pretty sure you guys Rolled 4D the whole tournament I don't know if those Other two guys went it yeah did, no, the, did they?
2: The, yeah, the five six guys. They they played a decent amount, but uh, the big loss was that uh, was Never, our defenseman, our twenty year old defenseman. We yeah. lost him in game two of the finals. He got oh. a block shot in the face and broke his jaw, so wow, he he legend. was done. And he was logging a lot of minutes. He was our like he was our he was a right handed D too. So that that was a big hit on Dobby as well. So we we couldn't send another righty out there. So it jumped right down. Um, so we only had basically like two right handed defensemen rolling. Yeah. Um, so that that was a big hit on him. Like he had to take a lot more responsibility for the rest of the final and the Mem Cup but uh yeah no that was uh he was playing a lot there but i think uh he can handle it he's such an efficient skater I mean, at that... least
1: he went down blocking a biscuit to the face like yeah no it he was hey, uh, i'm gonna go down that's the way i want to yeah his
2: mouth was like more metal than it was teeth by the end of that <sighs> tournament man it was crazy
1: you love that stuff dude Shut i do up. love it you but like if you like i'm just trying to feel his pain somehow no, and yeah, it's just like
2: but the side thing i don't think he was in pain he's a warrior man like i've never seen a guy block more shots than him in my entire career like like we, were, we were playing in Quebec my first year. Goes down, one-timer, straights like the head. Gets up, just keeps playing. No problems. Like Going block, get, most next guys shot. Would do, most guys would just like panic and go down right away. Like, holy shit, I just took a one-timer off the head. Just <laughs> lay up, there for a minute because you think you're dead. Yeah, you think you're dead. You think you just <laughs> died. Just get right back up, keeps playing. He's, He's and like, refs didn't even blow the whistle. Was,
0: no. No, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Charlotte fucking stayed down for a bit. I'm, yeah. not, I'm comparing them. Yeah. Jack, so, Jack's uh, tougher than Charak. Yeah. That's Jack, what I'm trying podcast. to get at here. Podcast. <laughs> How, is he, is he 47 though? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I know you're a big team guy, so it's going to be hard for you to answer this, but your game, in my opinion, stepped up tremendously, especially from the first game of the tournament to the end of the tournament. You impressed dudes and I, and pretty much everyone in that rink. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't explain it. I think the, you're the only person that can explain it. So you know, in your opinion, you might have just played the exact same way the entire year. Maybe you don't even think you picked it up. We think you did. What do you think the secret was for your elevation uh, in your play?
2: I, I approach the game, every single game, the same way I did all year. But I think uh, maybe I'm a guy that likes to play with energy, give energy to the team. So I think maybe that bigger stage kind of gave me a little extra boost. You know, mm-hmm. like it gets the cop, You know, don't say it. nothing left to save it for. So might as well just go out there, just move your feet as much as you can and uh and just leave it all out there. I think maybe that maybe that kind of uh, that helped me a little bit. Just kind of like that extra bolt of energy, you know, playing in front of mm-hmm. that many people in Halifax Family to friends. every games on Sports Night. It was it was pretty cool. So uh, maybe that maybe that was a little jolt. But uh, no, I tried to I tried to just play the same
0: way. I noticed your forecheck was incredible. Was that a game planned by the coach going in? Because I I'll be the I'll give you the one specific one it was the one against uh, McIsaac there on the forecheck where you you rammed him and then you put the what are you laughing at? What's <laughs> the point? <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, This is is a funny memory for me. Well, why is it funny for you? Uh, I'll just keep going. Okay, and then (laughs) so you rammed him, and then you got the puck out front, and I forget who did the wraparound goal, but that was the goal to give you guys the lead in the Mem Cup uh, championship game. I don't even know what I was going to say. That was just a sick play <laughs> what were you thinking on that four check i guess i, think, I don't well know i think
2: we were playing the round robin i was on, i was on the third line and then uh i think it was the last game of the round robin against halifax i got moved up to go play with peter and uh peter ben and joel Teasdale. yeah and uh my coach had talked to me and said like look like we're gonna put you up there um but don't change your game keep keep four checking hard give these guys room like go go play with energy and just uh and just don't change a single thing. Cause that we're putting you on that line for a reason. So don't change your game or else there's no point. So, um, mm, yeah, true. I think he wanted, he wanted me out there. He wanted me, um, I'm a big body. So I think, uh, I kind of had a responsibility to, to finish my hits and stuff Great like that. Space. But no, I think our, our whole team yeah. identity, we were, we were every, every single guy was relentless on the forecheck. We were hard on pucks. I think, uh, Maybe I just finished my hits a little more than some other guys, just because I was bigger. And if I didn't, I just get yelled at. So <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> just, Definitely yeah. not. Maybe for sure. So if you're five if eight, you kind of have an excuse to not finish your hit. But <laughs> when you're six one, it's just like you better finish that hit. So
0: we were watching you for one shift, and you didn't have a good shift. You went on the bench, you got sat, and then two shifts later, you came out, and I think you scored. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. remember that when coach that was happened? Constantly I, the talking coach to was you. talking against, you. against Guelph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. And the coach, what's his name, Mario? Yeah, he was reaming you. He was just screaming at you. Yeah. And just I for you the first back. part of
1: it. Then the second part, he just like kept pointing and then like saying yeah. things
0: to you. And I called it. I was like, watch this. Hanem's next shift. He's gonna have a big shift because I knew he was screaming at you. I knew you were gonna respond. And then bada boom, bada bing, you had the goal. There was that a common theme throughout the whole year, the the, the relationship, I guess, of because that you know that's what you wanted a coach. You want a coach to be able to push you and make you a better player. And it seems like he did that for you.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think Mario as a Mario's. Reputation as a coach Is kind of just getting The best out of his players He he establishes roles For everybody And kind of makes sure That everybody's comfortable With that role So I think he had A big job to do Especially at Christmas time We brought in Dobby, Teasdale, and Cote. So those that's that's kind of, That's a lot of minutes, right? So that, I, you that were here when su- you
1: guys got Dobson yeah. during oh, your podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I'm not sure. If, I don't really? think we've made the Teasdale trade yet, but I think no. we got Cote. I think we had Cote and Dobby by the time that podcast happened. Mm-hmm. But by the time, so Teasdale's probably playing 20 minutes a game. Cote's probably around like 15, 16 mark, and then Dobby's like 40 minutes. So <laughs> you're looking at over 60 minutes of ice time that you got to subtract from the guys that were on our team originally. So that was a big job for him to kind of, Talk with everybody, find roles for everybody, make sure everybody's happy. Because if you're not happy, then you're not gonna, um, be, you're not gonna be playing to the best of your ability. So I think he did a really good job finding finding a role for everybody, um, whether it was on the PK, on the on five on five, on the power play, and making sure everybody everybody stayed in tune with the team. So I think that that was a reputation that um, I think he has, and I think he obviously lived up to it this year with the, the amount of talent that we had, and the amount of uh, and the way that everybody stayed happy, everybody bought in, and everybody. Uh, Everybody gave everything they had. Yeah, it seemed Whoa. like you
1: guys were, like, almost unfazed by things. You know what I mean? Like, even just being down, like, the media scrum and stuff like that. I know the – I can't remember what game it was. I think it was the game you guys lost. Yeah. But it was just, like, they were – the boys still came out. They did their interviews. No one was really, like, sulking or anything like that or sucking hard. They were just kind of like, let's get this over with because we got a job to do kind of thing, you know? Yeah. No one seemed to be too phased. Anytime you guys went down or the crowd was booing or you got a shitty penalty or a bad call or – it just didn't seem to phase you guys, and that that's a scary thing when other teams are looking at that.
2: Well, I think that we, we got that. We were very thankful that uh, we had, we had a big talk about that after um, game four in Shwinigan. We had a uh, well, a little backstory behind it is last year we were playing in the first round against Sherbrooke. And uh, one of our guys had a wide open net in front of that. He got high-sticked. So, obviously, his head goes up, drops the stick. Like, four minutes. Like, I think he almost broke his nose on the high stick. Yeah. <laughs> Missed a wide open net in overtime that would have sealed the deal. Like, we were up 3-2 in the series. And then, uh, so there was no video review for it. And then, uh, this year, we're playing against Winnipeg. it's like, we're down by a goal with, like, three minutes left. And we high-stick somebody, no call. They go back. They video review it because of the rule that they made against <laughs> us last year the one that screwed us last year. So they get the video review four minute high stick against us with like three minutes left. They, they score on the power play. And wow. so no we were losing it. Like, it's just so frustrating that they're, we're the reason they made that rule. And then it gets used against us in playoffs the following year. So, <laughs> so we you laugh. We, we, That's hockey. You man. laugh yeah. now, but we, we laugh now, but we're, I think, uh, we were losing it at the time so we had a talk after that game we were pretty frustrated the whole series their goalie was playing really well like we were we like we were the first team in like 15 years to lose a game in the first round and we lost two of them so <laughs> um so we were kind of we're not in panic mode but we were frustrated that this yeah. wasn't going the way we expected it to go and yeah. we had a big talk and then for the rest of the rest of the playoffs we had, a, we had a rule like three Cs calm cool collected so anytime anything would happen we had it written right, right below or, or right below the bench above the water bottles like three yes. Cs calm cool collected yeah. Remember
1: we seen the, the trainer writing it on when we were out on the bench? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: so we just remembered that every shift, and I think that really helped us, especially in the Mem Cup when things weren't going our way. Like, I think we were, we were down, what, 2 nothing in the final? Yeah, right um, off the bat, too. Yeah, yeah. and, and, right, and right Rafi got
0: the breakaway goal to make it 2-0. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah.
2: shorthanded or right, coming right out of right the box Right out of the box, box yeah, he yeah. chipping um, right up the middle. Yeah, so I think that was a big help for us that we faced that adversity. We kind of experienced, like, what our team is like when we lose our composure, when, when we're just yeah. pl- playing with – not playing with our emotions but we're not controlling them um so we were thankful that we kind of experienced that in the first round then that was our motto for the rest of the playoffs and the memcap was calm cool collected so i think uh, three c's so um i think that really helped us like you said like when we went down or something bad would happen like you don't see our whole bench getting up and throwing arms in the air no one banging their stick or anything like that just no just take it keep playing don't worry about it don't force the game and And
0: you told me that too you're like when you get scored on in halifax it sucks Ten thousand people cheering against you it's not fun at all Like you guys are able to that place is crazy man yeah
2: they get the you got people banging on the glass behind us like uh it's like that the wiggly boards, right? So they make a lot of... Best boards in the noise. league, yeah. I heard, though. The oh really good un- boards. Unreal.
1: That's why, he, that's why he was on the new level, right? Because yeah. he to yeah. make <laughs>
2: the boards fold in front of his buddies. You go and Ryan, you go, you miss a hit, you just gotta <laughs> separate shoulder. But here you can just... If you miss, you miss. Oh, Yeah, wow. you want to miss. It's like a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got, <laughs> they got the microphones, the too, right there, so it sounds you loud. You don't even care even though... about
0: getting hit, either. Uh, You're like, eh. Sound Suicide good. pass,
2: whatever. The board's like... Uh, you get cement for boards up in our rink up north, so is Just it a new rink or is it
1: old?
0: I can't remember. No, it's our, old.
2: It's old, but we had renovations about six, seven years ago, so it looks pretty nice. I think okay. it's I think it's a nice ring. It's a really cool place to play. in. they uh,
0: it was funny. There's uh, because there's obviously tourists at the metro or the Scotiabank Center because the, the Mem Cup. Yeah. And you know the washrooms where the the fans go, like yep. they're the new ones with the sensors. Well, every time <laughs> I went in there. There was people that aren't from Halifax, obviously, I guess. And they go in there and they couldn't get the water to come out because they couldn't find the sensors. I'm like, what is this place? Well, Halifax, you guys don't have taps here? What's going on? Same automated. with the soap. The soap was censored too, so no one could figure out how to get the soap in the water. It was fucking hilarious. Every time I went in, there was people just complaining. About the automated system. About the automated system. Like, why can't they just have taps here? Well, uh, Thunder Bay, they had everything was manual still. Yeah, Thunder remember there? they had no technology there. Do you guys have a good setup in your room? Yeah, I
2: think we have, uh, from what I've heard about the guys that either get traded here or guys that have been traded away, like I think uh, we have one of the top facilities in the room for sure. Considering our room's huge. Nice. It's nice. We got really nice stalls. like uh,
0: Sensor taps or turning taps? Turns. Uh, turn seats. What's the old
2: back one? <laughs> but, <laughs> old um, But no, we, we have a really nice setup. Um, our room's huge. We got a uh, stick room, video room, conference room. Uh, we got a little kitchen in there. All in um, one way, a big gym. room. Uh, well no It's like all in different rooms but Okay like Our, our whole facility And then we got uh, We share the rink Like the rink has a gym in it Okay So it's like you know, Whatever Like a high school gymnasium Like uh, wood floors Oh that banks. kind of gym So we, we have that We'll go in there We'll do workouts That's where we'll play Like our Dodgeball Our ball. soccer before the game And stuff soccer. like that That's cool On our off days We'll go in there Play road hockey Like we, it's a great facility For sure We have basketball nets in there So You play um,
0: basketball? Uh, I, I guess to. everyone do. I, I
1: attempt to Yeah Six foot one Or something <laughs> like that You got a pretty good shot you're six foot one. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Come on, man! Don't you read the stats? Yeah, he's six foot games? one with
0: his shoes. Yeah, but everyone bumps up their stats. <laughs> it said I was two hundred on mine. Whoa, wow, one seventy-five stretch. You might be two hundred now with that locker on you. But... I used to wear the big shoulder pads though. They come up to my ears, so it made it look like I was fucking. That's why he didn't pass ever because he couldn't see anybody. <laughs> yeah, put the puck in the net. How many goals did I get in junior? You know, I didn't even one. know how many. One
1: hundred and forty-two. Sorry, one
0: hundred and forty-two. One hundred and forty-two. That's not in one year. That's not a <laughs> Do you have anything to say with that? 142 <laughs> that's a lot, that's a lot of
1: points. That's a lot of points. That's
2: a lot of people that's getting three up years. at the sports
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I stay humble about it. I don't like to talk all about it. All nine fans were pumped that year. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was trying to stay humble about it. I'm not making a big deal out of it like you guys. It's, you all, right ner- it. it's all right if you're nervous you right ha- now to be you here. You asked Highland. me to tell you what stats <laughs> I, you had. Anyways. No, but
2: about Halifax, like it was, it sucked on getting scored on there. But I can't even imagine uh, like the other teams coming into our rank, especially in the playoffs. It was, it was nuts. Was uh, it? Are they more vicious? W- they had, we back? had a, we had a sellout in the first round. It was, it was. We were sold out the whole playoffs. It, it gets so loud. Um, we had lights going off everywhere. Like, like it's, it's so small that, like, it gets loud. And they got the horns going. Like, you know, they yeah, they on. brought they them back. to uh, Halifax. Did, they, did they bring them to ha- yeah, oh, yeah, okay. And, yeah, so they got those horns going, it gets loud, and uh, I know I, like, talk to my buddies, Like they say we hate playing there, like, it's just a, a brutal drive up there, and then, That's and you get sake. there, like, in order to get to their bench, they have to walk up, like, a flight of stairs, oh. and, <laughs> and then you I get up hate there, the it's, it's a small, it's small ice, so, um, so we're kind of used to it, are used so, to some, to playing. yeah, we're used to playing on it, some teams aren't, <laughs> some teams, some guys like it, some guys don't like it, but, um, I know a
0: lot of people don't like playing in Rwanda, for sure. How was the setup in uh, for the Mem Cup, your room and stuff like that? Did they give you a good setup?
2: Yeah, we. I think we were – I'm not how. I'm not sure how they picked it, but we, we had the same setup as we had for the President's Cup. We had the same room. Same, down the far end. Yeah, down at the far end there um, by, I think, Carmichael Street it is. Or uh, maybe the other side. I'm not really sure.
0: No, that's um, Duke.
2: Okay, Duke Street. Yeah. yeah. So we were down at that end. Um, so, I don't know. It was pretty nice that we had the same setup. It was, everything was the same. Yeah. Um, Sucked a little bit for our warm-ups, though. They had all those TV trucks and stuff there, so we couldn't do, uh, we couldn't mm. do our warm-up up, the, up that alleyway.
3: So. Sorry about that. That's media. Yeah, no, My bad. Thanks, guys. My bad. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we'll was try all to, I'll try to park it was somewhere the, else those the high-button trucks there? Yeah, yeah. high-button <laughs> trucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm still paying those <laughs> off right now.
0: <laughs> right on, man. Well, that's good. How, how did you uh, find the ice? There was so much hockey played on that ice, mm. and the Metro Center is definitely not known for the best ice. How, did you find it difficult to play on at all?
2: Uh, it was good. Like, the first, uh, the first 10, 12 minutes of the period is really good because it, the ice is so flat, and there's there's no bumps, there's no grooves in it, but it just gets snowy pretty quick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to expect that there's 10,000 people in there. It's a lot of body heat coming off. Like it's a hot rink. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we knew expecting, we came into that game expecting it, but, I mean both teams are playing on the same ice so it's not a big deal
0: do you like when the people come on with the shovels and remove the ice did you notice a difference we were, we were saying that'd be a good feeling knowing that the ice was getting cleared of snow did you notice a difference at all
2: yeah obviously they get some some snow off but it's not like a zamboni so
0: yeah
2: um but again like i said like both teams are playing on the same ice so doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter at all no yeah, it's a tough excuse
0: yeah it's to a use. tough excuse to use yeah. when the same team the other What's team's using ice? the same ice it looked good though up from the up from the top, though. No, uh, I, I, it,
2: it was pretty good ice, especially the first 10, 12 minutes. It's so flat, and they they do that. Uh, I think they use two zambonis in. Home yeah, they or do. So it dries yeah, quicker. Yeah, so, it, so they, they get it done quicker, and it dries. And they do too. so it's more dry by the time we get out there, which is good. So, uh no, do you the, like it I, dry
1: I, or do you like it almost like wet kind of not soaked? Obviously, you know the time when you're skating around, just stops.
2: I like it, I like it when it's best fresh, like yeah, just water just, just dried. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that's the best for everybody, but. um, yeah, no, I didn't find the ice bad. The ice was pretty good there.
0: So on the off days, what was the team doing? Like, I don't <laughs> know how many off days you had, but.
3: The, you know. off, the off days
2: were awesome, man. Yeah. Um, our coaches were awesome about it. Um, so the way our schedule worked out, it was pretty great. We had a, a day off game, day off game, day off game, day off game. That's for nice. mm-hmm. 10 days or 12 days or whatever it would have been for five oh, games. Um, so the off days we had, we usually had a team meal. We do, uh, we go to the rink. Um, we do some video. And then we do a little activation, five minute run, some core, um, and then a team stretch. And then, uh, then we go back, we'd eat lunch and then, uh, we'd have three or four hours off, just go walk around the city, do whatever we wanted. Um, it was, was everyone asking awesome. for
0: your advice. Cause you're from the city, like what to do.
2: Yeah, no, I said, uh, discovery a lot, a lot of good seafood here so if you want to go down to the waterfront go go eat some of that explore that
1: but a lot um, of seafood fans on the team
2: a few yeah, yeah. Some, some of you guys don't like it i'd probably say like 75
1: 25 it's an acquired thing like
2: it yeah no yeah. but um yeah i just told him walk around there's a bunch of stuff to do you can go a lot a lot of good restaurants downtown just walk around they went down to that sh- that uh fan fest that street there that oh yeah, yeah 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 walk down there at the concerts playing like uh yeah. Oh, it was it was pretty cool. I think the the setup this year was a lot better than it was the year before. I was talking to to Doc Noah about it. They said it was in Regina the year before, and like uh, everything was just so spread out. And this year, like everything's just all jam packed. Like we walked to the rink for our games. Yeah, like, well, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was uh, the, this year was a fantastic setup. It was it that's was awesome. great for all the players, that's all the all the teams, everything. It was great.
1: That's what I was gonna say. You got to hand it to Halifax, man. <laughs> Every time we put on a hockey event or any sporting event at all. It's it's unbelievable. Like no, like that, you said the street fest was right down that street down Argonne. and like we walked the streets for hours. The fan fest up in the convention center was insane. Uh, all the bars it was raining people were out on the patios drinking. Yeah, no, Do you it, know what I mean? you get awesome. down there like, early
0: people were drinking. Like yeah. hats
2: off to the whole committee there. It was, it was awesome for, for the players, I'm sure. For the media it was good. For the fans I'm sure it was amazing. Like you know, what Halifax winning what they won Three three games there they got three to the games, finals. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it, they had a good tournament. So there was a lot to cheer for if
1: you're if you're a fan of the Mooseheads <laughs> of that tournament. So yeah. I
2: think uh, I think it was a great week for everybody for sure.
1: I want to ask you about um, the difference in in. In the league, so the WHL you have Prince Albert, who was like we said earlier, you know, number one in the nation for a while until you guys took over. Uh, you got Guelph, which I think led the tournament in draft picks with something like like seven or eight or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought, they had, I thought wrong. they had eleven or Suzuki. eleven. Three sure shows yeah. eleven. So when you're playing these teams for the first time, did you notice like maybe a difference in speed, a difference in uh, in their battle, maybe just in their systems, anything like that, or did you find it was it was pretty much like the queue? Because I'm just basically trying to compare, right? Yeah,
2: I'm. I mean, I'm sure all the league. I think all the leagues are the same. Like, there's some teams that are big and tough. There's some teams that are small and skilled. And you just kind of have to. We did our research. We figured out what kind of teams they were. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't think the leagues are any different. Like every team has their their different uh, different teams with different mm-hmm. styles and stuff. But we knew uh, Guelph was probably the most skilled team in Canada. I'd I'd have to say.
0: How um, did you play against? Suzuki at all did you match up against him at yeah any in the set
2: in the semis I was playing against him a lot how I, nasty I got moved is he? up with abandonado so dude he's gross unreal is he, that, is that, he whole lot, contain, that whole line, you know what I mean? he's just so fast and shifty I think like like it looks like you have him and then he would just toe drag and he's yeah. gone it's like it's, it's you know he was he was a he was a really good player that whole line that Ratcliffe was six four and had the most toe drags in the tournament and <laughs> like oh, he's the tall guy it was uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, he's the, the captain he? left winger I think he was but um no, like, 6'4", good hands. Like, he's going to, like, I think all three of those guys will play in the NHL. Him and Twistle and Suzuki, they'll all play in the NHL within the next, like, two, three years. That's and insane. I, I'd have to say. Like, they
0: were fun to watch. There was points out there where Suzuki was doing whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, no, whatever.
2: they, they, they yeah. were, I, like, I think uh, they were probably the most skilled team in Canada. I'd i have to think that with 11 NHL draft picks, the way they played, they played with so much speed and skill that um, I don't think anybody in our league was that skilled. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't seen the West play, but I, it's hard to imagine a team with more, like, yeah. just raw talent than, than they had. It's crazy. Well,
0: it's, it's such an interesting perspective to have. Like, who was there, uh, the, the the Leafs GM, Dubis. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're there and you're going to watch these games, you're seeing these young kids play, and you're trying to build, a, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. Obviously, he's building his team based around skill with Mariner Matthews, these guys. But then you see a team like yours, and that's just built off grit, depth. Yep. and consistent hard work yeah exactly you know are you able to transfer that game plan like yours and almost bring it to the nhl or is the nhl just too different of a league in order to win a stanley cup do you need maximum amount of skill maximum amount of grit amazing goaltending because <laughs> no offense your team you guys had some skill yeah you no. guys were but i'd say you guys were more on the grit side really. and more on the the third line consistent pound Europe, pound 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 No, yeah. yeah, so exactly. i
2: think our our, our Strengths all year were, were our depth, our, our the fact that we could come at you in waves, like four four lines. It was it was tough to I think it was tough to line match against us because if you if you leave our first line unattended, they're gonna just have a field day. But also our third line was like I like one of our best one of lines. Our, yeah, like yeah. you can't just like yeah match up the second and the third or else our third would can put the puck in the back of the net too. Like with uh like I think I had three goals, Marlow had two, Herrera check had like two or three points like in that tournament. So um, it was, uh, it, it's tough. I think that was one of our um, best strengths was just our depth. The fact that we could come at you in depth. waves. We had a lot yeah. of, uh, we had, we had a lot of guys that uh, like just played within, like in their identity. We had a lot of, uh, a lot of great, a lot of hard work. And uh, I think we all just bought in and that was, the, that was the key. I think uh, that spoke volumes that you don't have to have the most NHL draft picks, the most skill or the most talent. If you come together and you're the best team, um, That's what counts. Well, it's
0: funny that you say that, team, because when you bring guys, like, who are the three? You brought Dobson. Who are the other two guys? And And it's like you bring those two guys in, and they're getting all this ice time. You can't tell me that there's not a little bit of jealousy from the guys that are already on the team that are getting their ice time bumped back, but you're saying that you guys were able to come together and forget about that and just come together as a team. And like dudes and I always say, the guys that come on this show and that win championships, the exact same theme is we're a team. Yeah. And it's amazing how you just said the exact same thing, how... There yeah, was, was no jealousy, nothing. Yeah, I
2: think I think that was a big thing. Everybody just put their egos away for five months and uh, and just just everybody had the common goal of winning and that, that was the, that was the biggest thing for us. Um, it helped that those guys coming in were three uh, three awesome guys. Um, they fit right in. That always helps. Um, like yeah, good people, not talky. Uh, Dobby's a great guy, great player. Hey, he probably led idiot. the country a nice time. Teasdale <laughs> was Teas, Teasdale was <laughs> Teasdale was was with Armada and he, he went to back to back finals. Like he was a winner. He worked hard, he was probably like the best power forward in the league. Yeah. Um you no, know, he hit. He put like you knew how to put the puck in the back of the net. He little bit like, of grit think, to his game. Yeah, I think, face, like, I think he was like. I saw a stat at the end of the regular season. He was like third in the league in hits, or like second or third in the league in hits. And he had 40 goals. It was like, <laughs> like one thing I noticed <laughs> that's between crazy. guys nice and then, team... And then Kote was one of the nicest guys like I'll ever I'll ever meet. He's I think <laughs> he's going to come back with us next year. He'll be a 20 year old with us uh, with us next year. He's a great guy and uh, and he was also a great hockey player. So that was That it was helps. it was awesome that. Um, there was no egos coming into the room. We didn't change the room that much. It was only three guys, um, and they fit in perfectly. And that was a big
0: part of. It was just the last pieces of the puzzle. You yeah, guys exactly. Needed. That's it. You guys just last finishing three touches pieces. for sure. I find the Q is more active in trades. This is what I've heard. I, I can't say I find it. As that was funny. That uh, that the Q is more active in trades than the WHL and the OHL. It's more common for teams to make tra- trades at the deadline compared to the OHL. Have you guys ever heard anything like that before? I never no, heard that. No, I think that. someone G- was telling G- me. Guelph
2: made a few moves that I think they had, they had like six or seven guys. Oh, ahead, so then that so. guy that
0: told me is bullshit. Yeah. So
2: I don't know. May- maybe that's a, like it's a common theme, but, um, I don't know. There's a lot of movement at Christmas in the queue, but, um, I think that's cause the league's so competitive and that like this year, I think there was six or seven teams going for it. So obviously there's gonna be a lot of movements when there's six or seven teams trying to load just up in those at teams. the same time. So yeah. I think, uh, just the parity in the league kind of causes that where yeah. there's so many teams that are trying to, trying to win. And, uh, so obviously there's going to be a lot of moving because there's only so many players that can get moved.
0: I miss the rumor mill in hockey, even in junior A. I'm sure in junior B as well. You play junior A, but there's always a rumor mill within the league. There's always, okay, oh, yeah. well, this guy's a shit guy. I don't want him coming here because that's the thing. <laughs> Coaches listen to that stuff too. Oh, it's hey, like, I don't want this guy on my team. He's a cancer. He's not coming here. Exactly. It's like that. Even in the queue, I'm sure, obviously in the queue as well. But you you hear these things in the rumor always, mill in the all, They're
1: all going to ask what kind of person he is and what kind you know, what kind of character he has. Definitely. Not, you know, unless you're – something like Crosby or something. I'm yeah. sure if he even if he was a cancer in the room, you're still going to take him, right? If you have the <laughs> yeah. opportunity. They're just the, the,
0: but that's the one. There's some guys, yeah. The yeah, one, I you know. I think
2: before any trades get to happen or trades occur, I think uh GMs do their homework. They ask guys uh, from the same area as them like, "Hey, what's this guy like?" And yeah. so um yeah, I'm sure GMs do their do their homework if they're going to pay draft picks and futures and players for a guy to bring him in they're going they want to make sure he's going to fit in well yeah and now he's not going to disrupt anything he's going to bring like uh, a positive
0: impact to the team for sure did you want to say anything you got a question no man i'll I'll chime in when i'm ready um okay um i know i don't you probably don't have to answer i'd love if you would but I think your stock went up this past week. You're a 20 year old. You're going into your 20 year old season. Maybe you go junior. Maybe you go pro. Maybe you go school route. Do you know? Is, can you give us anything about next year? What's going on? Uh, I'll I'll be a Ruin Randowsky. Are it. you serious? Yeah, at a boy. Yeah. We no. bro- so we broke that story. Did we break
2: uh, that. I think I think they already <laughs> announced it in the oh, in the media God. to the the Ruin newspaper. I think. That was in the media a week or two ago. Oh, in Rouen. No, we're no, no. I am. I the yeah, an no, no, awesome. an meeting, and uh, I think they, they want me to come back. They they kind of announced the newspaper that it was gonna be uh, me, Cote, and Marlow. Um, is there three next year? And that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. No, man. It'll, it'll it'll be fun. I think uh, I think it's pretty special to play like your whole career with one team, and uh, and kind of just. Um, finishing my career where it started where I got drafted so it's going to be pretty cool I'm looking forward to it for
1: dude sure. that it would be hard awesome. to leave there man after what you guys just did you know what I mean where you went from almost I don't want to say the bottom but you know you were good 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 and then you were great and you win it would yeah. be hard to almost turn your back on that of course unless the team's looking for a big crash and banger for the end <laughs> of the run, run next year you know what
2: yeah, I mean yeah I'd uh I don't, know, I don't control that stuff, but I was definitely <laughs> Snapchatting some of my buddies that got traded. Like we traded Sierra to Blaineville, we traded Parvy Pinard to Shakutami, and we traded Evo uh, wow. to Quebec. Was this yeah. yesterday? Uh these were part of the deals at Christmas time but okay. yeah so they they got was, announced yeah. yesterday at the draft but so about I was like Snapchatting them and they're sending me like Snapchats and they got like their their new logos there looks oh, so yeah. weird
1: man like yeah it's weird so yeah, fresh definitely, too definitely still weird. like yeah. yeah a lot of it hasn't even set in like for, for real yeah I was like you said people. the rumor
2: mill in hockey like I think uh there was there was talks and I think they kind of we kind of knew that they were going to get traded but yeah. now that it's official and like they're they're wearing <laughs> their their new team's polos and stuff like that it's like yeah,
3: yeah. You got to buy in. you got to yeah. buy in again though, yeah. right? No, it's, it's um I was going to ask
1: you uh was there any point at all cuz you just said you're you're going to play in Ruan as a 20, right? And everybody knows the team only takes so many 20s, blah blah blah. That's awesome. Um That's- was there ever a point where that might have been like not a possibility as a 19? Obviously there is that possibility, but was it ever in your mind or anything like that because I think the tournament just solidified it for you cuz you I was tracking minutes like I said you were starting with like 6 7 minutes and then you're up into like 13 14 minutes of ice time right so obviously at those stakes that says something right so do you think that that was just like nailing it in for you at the mem cop
2: uh, definitely when you're when you're 19 years old you're you're kind of thinking about that um mm-hmm. that was uh in my in my head throughout the season that was my goal kind of going into the year was like I wanted to have a good season wanted to have a lot of success but like uh, my personal goal was I kind of wanted to carve out a job as a 20 year old for for next season so I think uh as a 20 year old coaches want to look at you for for things like leadership grit playing with your identity Mm kind of showing the way and uh so that was my focus just focus on yourself like um like play within your identity make sure you go out there move your feet work hard every night be consistent Um, do what you're good at consistent is the big one yeah no you want to have consistency out out of your leaders and out of your 20 year olds so I try to just go do the same thing every night and uh and just play within play within my role
0: dude i'm so happy for you that's awesome yeah because I, I, I remember talking to you about it earlier in the year when did we do the last podcast uh, christmas christmas, yeah. christmas time yeah. and like you were talking about it and you were unsure and now you know and you got a mem cup on under your under your belt and a president's cup like that's i'm happy for you man that's awesome
2: no it's great um kind of to, to win with those guys was uh was pretty awesome we there was five or six of us that came in when we were 17 we had a really good team then um and we were just riding the pine, like, uh, like just fourth line, like didn't even touch top nine. Um, four or five of us all just rotating into the lineup, getting scratched and stuff like that. And Now that was kind of like the core that we played well in the first half with to get those. Like we we had to play well in the first half for our coach to kind of like put all the chips on the table and yeah. and kind of sell the farm to go get those guys like Dobby and Teaser and uh, and Coats. Mm. So um, that point, yeah. so that was that was the core that kind of uh, that kind of got that going for us, and then uh, it was pretty cool that. Now we were the 19-year-olds and 18-year-olds on that team that uh, that kind of won the Cup after two two years ago. We were we were just the little rookies that were pretty irrelevant and just up in the stands watching.
1: Love it. It's a good message though for anybody who's younger coming up. Is yeah, you said you were on the fourth line. You were in and out of the lineup, and yeah. you know you just stuck to it. You stuck with the process. Obviously you gave a shit, and so did the other guys. And then you get to be that guy, and then you win. So basically, you know the message is it could be bad now, but it's going to be. It's going to be better later Right Don't give up It's like the draft yesterday You know what I mean A lot of kids might have thought They were getting drafted We we
2: were also like 17 year old rookies Like It's not even like We were 16 I wasn't even drafted at 15 Drafted at 16 like, after my second year midget, and then I was a rookie at 17, riding the pines. So, it's like, uh, when you see, like, 16-year-olds that are, like, worried about, the like, oh, I'm not putting up numbers. It's like, man, like, I, I had, like, 15 points when I was 17. Like, I was playing midget hockey undrafted at 16. So, the fact that you're even here, just keep working
0: hard, and you're going to be fine. Don't. Did worry. you uh, reach out to anyone that got drafted to Rouen yesterday?
2: Yeah, I did. Um, our, We used our first pick that we had. It was in the third round. We drafted a kid from PEI. Maritimer, Yeah, eh? we drafted a kid named uh, Jacob Squires, who's a defenseman. Did you play, um, who did he play for? Uh, I think he played Major Midget in Charlottetown. We know that the Pride. Name. Yeah. Um, yeah, they Man, were at the they were at the Atlantic's. Yeah, I think That's where were were they the host? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how we heard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we drafted him. Um, I talked to Dobby um, right when they uh, right when they drafted him. He says a great kid, works hard. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be a good player. So oh, yeah, because
0: Dobby's from yeah. The,
2: so um, so yeah, no, that was really exciting for me. It was kind of kind of. Hoping that we were going to get another Maritime Kid. We were losing Dobby, We are losing Abandonado, who's a good English kid. We are losing both of our Euros, who I was really close with. So uh, the fact that we're going to have another uh, Maritime Kid, hopefully he cracks the team. And uh, no, it was really exciting for me, for sure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. We should go up to Quebec, dudes, and do a behind-the-button with him one day, like up to in Rouen. It's only a 29-hour drive. Yeah, but still, <laughs> we can make a couple stops. Like, we know everyone in the Not everyone, but we know some people in the queue. We can make stops and do a couple behind-the-buttons with them. You, you, got, you me, got nice buddy. billets where they let us in the house?
3: Yeah, I'd say so. Maybe
0: not dudes. Dudes can be in the car. But. That's all right. I'll sleep in the car. For the <laughs> team. It's for the team. I'll really. come in. I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> all right. That's cool, man. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun, though. I would actually, you know me. I'm not going to say no to something like that. But that's the thing. What time does it start snowing in Rouen? What start in August. September? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think uh, mid-October, I'd say. I think by the time November hits, there's there's snow on the ground, but um when we get there it's burning hot like it's 25 30 degrees it's nice. it's uh it's kind of like like down in the valley right like it's, it gets cold yeah. in the winter and then it gets cold in the i mean it gets really hot in the summer obviously doing extreme because it's, it's like all the way <laughs> inland and it's pretty cold but um no like when we get there it's burn like we're golfing every day yeah same. no it's it's really nice weather when we get there and then it turns the tide pretty quickly so but. we
0: should just <laughs> go up that time of year like training camp almost and like get a tour of Rouen. You can yeah. give us like you're probably the mayor up there right now. The mayor. So you just give us a tour. We'll it's, do something. I'm,
1: I'm happy you said that because I wanted to ask when you guys got back. You know everybody's seen the oh, yeah. the picture with the trophy with the crowd. What what did you guys do? Did you guys do a parade? Was that all? Were all the people at the airport when you guys got back? Like give me some info here because it looks sick.
2: Um, when we got back after the President's Cup, we had to fly back right away um, because uh, like obviously the league booked our flight. Um, not assuming but with the the safety net there that if halifax won we were gonna be flying back right away so we could have the day off and then right. play game seven uh the next night so the bo- the, bo- the flight was booked for right after the game um it was a four o'clock game so um it still wasn't even that late we I think we got to the airport around like nine o'clock ten o'clock um then we flew home it was only like an hour and a half flight so um we got back around 11 um and we got off the plane and it was packed like uh at the uh, airport at the airport it was nuts like 11 o'clock at night I, I don't know a number of people, but um, it <laughs> was it was crazy. Yeah, the whole city. <laughs> um, no, it was crazy. Like uh, in in the airport, like there was like a probably a aisle, probably two feet wide that we got we could walk through, and then the rest was just fans everywhere. We got out to the parking lot, there's fans everywhere, people screaming, blowing their horns at the airport. It was uh, it was nuts. Unreal. So that's
1: the President's Cup.
2: That was the President's Cup, and then we I think we went out and celebrated that night, and then uh, then we had a few days off, got back to work. Um, prepare for the memorial cup and then after the memorial cup we stayed in halifax that night we had a little party with all of our friends our family they booked out the the room the big conference room at the hotel we had uh we just had a really fun night there it was it was fun to see, uh, meet all the parents all the all the siblings Seriously? all the all the brothers sisters families friends we were all in one big huge room just celebrating we had both the cups there we're all in our hats and our shirts it, it was a really fun night um and then we flew home and then it wasn't that packed uh, when we got back from the memorial cup Um, there was obviously fans at the airport and stuff, but it, it wasn't like what it was, uh, for the president, because we were flying home. It was like noon or something. So I'm guessing a lot of people were at work and stuff like it's to be expected. But, um, and then we had the parade and the parade was nuts. So
1: when you say parade, you're talking like on a float or a vehicle of some
2: sort. We had a big float. Um, like, you know, those things that you put like, uh, you see those things driving on the air, uh, driving on the highway. They got like a bunch of cars on the back. Oh yeah. So they kind of like unraveled one of those and it was just a big long big long float for us and they had the the, the sides done up so we wouldn't fall off and stuff like that but um, <laughs> okay. safety probably probably bad news <laughs> off, one of those things but, in the celebration um, right. no and then the streets were packed it was probably we drove through the sh- through the city for probably an hour I'd say um, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. And The weather was good too. I saw weather was unbelievable. It was like 20, probably I'd say like 22, 23 degrees, sunny, not not a cloud out there.
1: You want to talk about the emotions running through you at that moment? You yeah, know what I mean, was it was just pretty like- cool. It was. Uh- you're like okay obviously you guys knew you had a good fan base you guys had like three 400 fans in halifax yeah but like just to see the entire city yeah. just like cheering for 25 maybe 30 guys max that's insane man like that g- it gave me chills listening to yeah no that
2: that <laughs> picture is uh it's probably one of my favorite pictures i oh. i have it was uh blow that shit like up just, yeah no <laughs> it, that, that's a really cool picture um it just shows the support that um like those small small community small market teams have it's like uh mm. if Halifax won I, I maybe they would have that but the fact that like I think there was like th- I think somebody said there was like three thousand four thousand people there there's wow. only like 2025 20, in the in the city so it's like wow. yeah 25 percent of the entire population out there cheering us on uh there for the parade it was it was pretty crazy
1: that's insane that awesome. makes it all worth it baby it, yeah. makes it all worth it absolutely yeah. <laughs> do you get any good footage from it obviously you're not going to show up but uh,
2: like, <laughs> I don't think so like nah, we were we kind of we just uh, just kind of living in the moment just uh, hanging out with the boys like hoisting the cup signing stuff for fans and um, no the phones were away for most of it yeah I noticed sick.
0: the cup was heavier than I thought it was going to be oh yeah they, but they brought the cup to I don't know if I should say that well it's obvious it was yeah. at the house. Yeah. and uh, yeah all the, some of the boys were there and we got a couple pictures with it it was sick yeah. It's it has like an aura about it as soon as the cup is around it's like uh I can't describe the feeling, but it's there. Yeah, it, no, we were, we're really good we're, about it too. Yeah, right? we rented
2: we rented that that hotel out, the hotel room out for the night, like that big common room that every hotel has. And then around like three o'clock, I think uh, like ale house called because we I think we were trying to get a bar, but then uh, we we decided not to because uh, we wanted we wanted our sixteen and seventeen year olds and eight, well eighteen year olds too here. Chief yeah, <laughs> um, oh, sure. um, seriously, we wanted that we wanted them with us. We wanted to spend it with the team and with the boys, so um, we decided all to stay there. We just scrap the bar. I think we were going to go to the ale house. Yeah, but. Um, uh, no, we decided that we were just gonna stay at the hotel because um, we didn't want to leave her, leave some of the boys behind. That's fair. Which, twenty year olds. Were yeah, probably like, there. no, there was a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So around three o'clock in the morning, um, I think the they, they called and some of the guys went. I I didn't, but. Um, now some of the guys went nice woke up snapchats there's guys strange strangers hoisting the moral cup walking yeah, on barrington me. street yeah. <laughs> might have me. been you
0: the guy i don't know who it was but he was walking up the stairs of the alehouse here and i was going down to take a piss and the guy was just right there we met at the middle i was like "Oh shit i need a picture and then i gave him my phone he goes all right just don't leave so he just i just held it and then he took don't the picture. leave he thought i was gonna run off of it where am i gonna go here I think we met your parents there. That
1: might have been earlier in the day. Oh, I, yeah, think, we I think my
2: my parents did go there after him. Yeah, believe. they did actually. Yeah, because
1: yeah, we were I, talking to them
0: for a while. We were. Yeah, well, well, I was I anyway. I don't remember that. No,
2: I stayed at the hotel with with most of the boys, but some mm-hmm. of the guys wanted to go up to the alehouse house and uh, kind of explore the town a little bit. So uh, yeah, but yeah. I know my parents were there after after the.
0: Uh, I was told to ask. The I, yeah. I was told to ask about uh, Mark Heinem.
2: Yeah, I saw that Jack. Jack, Jack, Ellis Commented that. Uh, no, no, it's just uh, my dad's pretty cool, and some of <laughs> the boys like him. So um, they wanted me to ask about him. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Is uh, he's a pretty cool guy. And what's so cool about like, him? Oh, he's just the man. <laughs> he just lets he the boys just, be the boys, the boys, man. That's yeah.
0: all. Come on, man don't be digging another personal life? Yeah, hey, I need to know. I'm trying to get I'm trying to add my cool. I'm trying to be come a, I'm trying to come become a bit more cooler. So if I can learn from Mark Heinem, he can give me some Did tips. he
1: play hockey cuz when we interviewed him after the game, he it was almost like he had been interviewed for after a hockey game before.
2: He he did play hockey, not at a competitive level. I think uh, like high school was his peak. Yeah. He played high school hockey for Carver High, but he was a big soccer player. Um, he went to the Games for soccer, did and he? Uh, nice. yeah, he went to Acadia played like a university, university level uh, soccer. So sick. Hey man, both my parents, they were both uh, university soccer players. So, um, yeah. Um, your mom
1: seems like a happy lady. Yeah, she's she's pretty, <laughs> up, oh, she she's, pretty upbe- she's
2: pretty upbeat and positive. She's, we also uh, met she's your awesome. grandmother
1: yeah she said you were a really smart kid in all in all
0: science in school (laughs) math english french she said did you see the video
2: uh i think i did yeah yeah
1: (laughs) it's hilarious because he just just didn't know what to say
2: no
0: she goes i'm the grandmother of tyler heinem and i go that's nice i'm the interviewer of tyler (laughs) heinem She goes oh that's nice i've seen you before but
1: uh, the reason i said that was because when we were down on the ice after the game it was absolutely unbelievable to see how proud every you know what i mean all the parents were just like like, so, so, so proud, and, you, and you, you don't really get to see it from afar, but if you're down there, you can feel it. You yeah, no, know, I know. I mean? like,
2: I think, like, everybody, like, to get to this level, um, you gotta put in a lot of hours, a lot of guys, you gotta start when you're five, six years old, and you go into those tournaments, and every single weekend, spring hockey, so much money and time invested in the rank. like, they're, they're yeah. the other one's driving you to the 6am practices, so for them to kind of get to share that with us, and Kind of for us to get to that level and win here, it's kind of like just yeah. all all those trips to the rink, all those trips to tournaments, all those spring hockey fees and stuff like that. It was uh, it all kind of came full circle, and it was uh, it was really cool, um, especially celebrating with everybody afterwards, just meeting everybody and just seeing how proud the parents were mm-hmm. and you know, how happy the boys were that we finally got it done. And um, no, that's what we worked for all year, and to. And I think there's, what, 60 teams in the CHL, 59 yep. are disappointed at the end of the year. So for us to be that one, it's uh, a it, it, was, statement. it was pretty awesome. Like, pretty uh, awesome. It was pretty great. And, uh, I think, it, yeah, the parents were really proud, but we were, it was just awesome to be able to celebrate with them.
0: Are you going to get a tattoo at all?
2: I don't know. I'm not a big tat guy, but um, I think some of the guys on the team were talking about it. But uh, we'll see if anything materializes. Yeah, A couple you're, beers uh, later on a Saturday, uh, it could happen. <laughs> Your mind
1: <laughs> might change.
0: Get it right here, right there, so nobody can see yeah. it. Either, right? that's yeah, that's a good spot. Like right there under the ribs. I or
1: something. think uh, Manson's brother. I think he got one. Did he? Yeah, I think because they won the memory with Lewiston.
0: Um, what was I gonna ask you? Fuck, I had a good question. Oh yeah, are you playing uh, lacrosse this year? Are you um, gonna?
2: Yeah, I think I plan on coming back. Um, in a couple weeks, I want to let my body rest a little bit. Um, Fair. Are you sti- injured at all right sti- sti- now? Um, just kind of sore and ask. tired. Um,
0: tired. Just tired. Yeah,
2: just no, it was a long season. I think. Uh, oh yeah. Like, including preseason, that Mem Cup final was our 100th game of the year. So, um, that's crazy.
1: So There's a minimum um, 100 games in the queue for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> right um, there.
2: Yeah, so, um, yeah, rest. it's, uh, it's kind of time to rest and shut it down for at least a
1: week or two. I was going to ask back, you. And then get back at it. Sorry. I was going to ask you, was there guys that were beat up? Because you know how they always release it at the end of the playoffs. Yeah.
2: No, there was, uh, there was definitely some injuries. I don't know which ones I can talk about, but... Um, like we had uh, a guy, yeah, guy really. broke his thumb first game of playoffs. played the entire playoff run, oh, broken thumb. Uh, we had guys with their knees popped out. Um, yeah, no, and it was, still played. Yeah, it still played. Like uh, oh. I think by the by the Mem Cup final, we had to get like twelve bikes because guys just <laughs> literally couldn't run to warm up. Like it was, uh, no, it was it was crazy. And then obviously like Jack, uh, he didn't play through it, but he broke his jaw blocking a shot. Um, Okay. But yeah, no, there was a lot of injuries. There was, I think, there was twelve guys on the bikes. Uh, you said there they, was a flu too going around. Too. Yeah, was yeah, we flu. got the flu. At didn't the you get That's it? Well, yeah, I had the flu the first day we landed in Halifax. Me and Bergeron got it pretty bad. And you, said um, you couldn't eat or anything. Yeah, no, I didn't eat for like three days. It was, it was, it was, it was gross. And so um, for you
1: to be able to elevate your game on that type, like your adrenaline, or I don't know what your game plan, or just I don't even know what happened, but to not eat, and
0: then just be that good you're like it's michael crazy. jordan that's like the flu game michael jordan flu game that's your flu game the whole tournament that's your flu the whole tournament <laughs> that's your flu tournament you did it there'll be an espn 60 minute on you whatever they do later
2: but yeah it was, it was pretty crazy just seeing the amount of guys that were just battling through things uh you know like every single guy's going in and getting taped up before the games oh, and getting just- getting wraps on their hips and stuff just to keep their keep their hips in place and stuff like that. It was uh but I'm sure every single team was like that. Right. Yeah. I like, think it just came out last, yesterday that Jeremy McIsaac like from the Mooseheads has to go get six That's months, six month surgery
1: about your, um, your question.
2: Like, so like it's every team's dealing with that stuff. Like I think uh, like it's not just us, but I think uh, it's crazy that the hockey culture that you just play through anything when it's, when the stakes are that high and yeah. you're that far into the season. Um, so it's cra- yeah, it's it pretty cool. It actually is.
1: It's completely different. And like, yeah, it's the only sport really, pretty much, that people just play through, like, deadly
0: injuries. No, it's... it's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I find it's just adrenaline. Like, if you're hurt and you're going through a game, I find there's so much adrenaline, you don't even feel the pain. There's so That's much in my experience on, right? with, like, blocking a shot. Like, I wasn't the best at it, but... Well, you, always, you, you, you always describe it as once it happens it's things for a second then adrenaline just takes over especially in a, a moment like the mem cup I couldn't imagine the adrenaline that's going through your body at all time you're yeah, just you, fucking yeah you block a shot
2: and you hear the bench just going wild that's exactly like, and yeah. it makes it you don't even care no especially on that kind of stage when the stakes are just so high that you're doing anything to win mm-hmm. um I think I, every single guy on the team knew that. So anything big would happen—a big hit, a big block shot. The bench is going wild. It gives yeah. gives energy to the whole team. So exactly, um, yeah.
1: All right. I laughed about the McIsaac thing not because he's injured. Obviously, I'm not laughing at that, but because everyone lit him up on social media after you ran in there because he just kind of like tucked out of the way. Yeah, and then he gets you get the, the notification saying that he got crazy. He just did, he couldn't afford to get hit basically. Yeah, yeah. No. and nobody knew that, but that's yeah. why I kind of smirked. I don't know why you laughed, but because it was probably a pretty monumental moment in your career but i I don't know it was just funny that that's how it you know kind of comes up afterwards
0: that's what i like about the whole media side of the things that you know things that are going on in the game outside of the game that other fans don't know you kind of know the story Mm -hmm. behind the story i don't know that's what i like about it Mm -hmm. all right well man we're coming up on an hour here heinem thank you very much for kind of coming on um last minute's yours i know you probably have a lot of people to thank so if you want to thank your family friends anyone go ahead
2: yeah, i like to thank, uh, thank my parents, obviously. Um, everybody that supported me, the whole family. But uh, thanks to all the boys. It was a great year. Um, we did it. We're, we're champions. So if any of you boys are listening to this, it was awesome. It was good playing with you, whether I'm with you next year or not. Uh, thanks for a great year. You guys are the best.
0: Spoken like a true champion. Mm-hmm. All right. We are out. Dudes, you want to say anything? Bye. All right, guys. Everyone listening, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, all of our social media outlets. We are the high button. This is Justin. I'm out. Heinem's out. Dudes is out. We're out. See you guys.
3: Peace.